Welcome to the Success Leaves Clues podcast with Robin Bailey and Al McDonald. Have you ever wondered what makes someone successful? What are they doing that's different? How do they achieve greatness? We believe that success leaves clues. In this series, we are interviewing very successful people from different walks of life to hear their stories. We'd like to remind our listeners that the views expressed in this podcast are those of our guests and not necessarily those shared by our hosts. Welcome back to the Success Leaves Clues podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by Life and Legacy Advisory Group. We believe sound financial advice improves people's lives. We are also brought to you by Aria Benefits. We help business leaders attract and retain top talent. I'm your host, Robin Bailey, here with my co-host and business partner, Al McDonald. Al, how's your day going? Well, it's podcast Friday, so it's always a great day. And not only do we get a chance to talk to some great guests, like our upcoming one, but of course, at the end of the day, it's the beginning of the weekend, so there's no downside. All right, so it's Podcast Friday. I'm very excited, as usual. Uh, joining us today is Brittany Barros, Managing Partner at Forge Recruitment, owned and operated by both her and her partner, John Carlos. Forge is a specialized Canadian search firm created in 2017. They focus on partnering and connecting those within the legal, accounting, and finance sectors with the aim of brokering long-term and fruitful relationships, giving businesses the competitive advantage they need. Brittany and her partner founded Forge Recruitment in 2017 after graduating from the University of Toronto with an undergraduate degree focusing on equity and diversity studies and a Master of Teaching degree. I'm doing these intros and I always feel like I haven't done enough. (laughs) There's so much here. This is great. Brittany regularly conducts searches for global law firms, national law firms, regional firms, and leading boutiques across all practices. Brittany believes in providing her clients with quality candidates to help bring solutions to their growing pains. Oh, to their growing pains. I get it. Uh, And to assist companies in building strong teams. Welcome to the podcast, Brittany. Thank you so much, Robin. And thank you, Al, for having me today. I'm, I'm very excited to be here. It's so great to chat with you. And, and you know, we, we peel back the curtain a little bit on the podcast. And, and part of our process is to have what we call chemistry calls, because you want to make sure there's a fit there in terms of <laughs> having a conversation with someone. And, and we had such a great conversation with you. And you were so open during that first conversation. I think we could have just pressed record and on that conversation and sent it as a podcast. So I'm really excited to talk to you. When we first spoke, you know, this isn't what you set out to do necessarily like coming out of university and think, Hey, this is what you know, recruitment, (laughs) this is where we want to go. So I'm always interested, like what sparked the idea? How did you end up here anyway? It's interesting. And I think both my partner, John Carlo and I fell into recruitment. So it's not typically something that you go to school for, and it is quite niche, especially our initial entrance into the recruitment world, being in legal recruitment specifically. So the story is we were vacationing in Europe, Santorini to be exact, and, and we were both dreading coming back to our nine to fives. And so Giancarlo had a really strong background in legal recruitment from a big box agency. And so he began to share with me everything that he knew about the recruitment world. And so I really learned everything that I, I know from him. And over the years, he would tell me about what he was doing at work. And I was like, this sounds super interesting. And I was naturally great in sales and great with people. So I picked it up quite quickly when I realized, hey, maybe this is something that, that I want to do. And so it was while we were in Santorini that we thought to, to start up Forge Recruitment. And what really sparked our interest was the passion to create an agency or a workplace where people can actually enjoy the journey and not just the destination. And that's actually our slogan right now. It's enjoy the journey. So a place where people can wake up, 
and feel autonomous and work from wherever they'd like or whichever country that they'd like and actually enjoy their day to day because life is short. <laughs> and we have to wake up and go to work. So we wanted for others what we wanted for ourselves. And that was really just the flexibility to be an adult, not to have to deal with micromanagement, be able to work from home or work from wherever, etc. So when we had returned back to Canada from the trip, we both essentially left our jobs and Forge really had the chance to take off at that point. And so that's sort of the, the short summary of how we originated, <laughs> how we started. So let's go back to Santorini. And I've never been to Santorini. So now you I, knew, now you've been... I knew that's where you would go to. Oh, of course. Of <laughs> course. Now it's on my radar. Santorini. Hmm. The cold weather is coming. Because over the years, I've taken trips down to the Caribbean. When I get away from work, that's where a lot of my best ideas and a lot of them we've implemented with the company. And I think they've done quite well. Do you think part of it of you guys coming up with that idea and being able to formulate that idea was because you weren't sitting in the nine to five job at that time, you had taken time away. I'm always curious to hear what other people think about that. A hundred percent. I mean, I spent the majority of my youth in kind of my undergraduate degree. And then during my master's degree, I was working in politics. I was working for municipal government for the city of Toronto, supporting a certain counselor. And then I was also getting into the teaching field. I was doing my master's of teaching. I thought I was going to be a teacher. And then I aspired to go and, and to work in the board in equity and diversity within a school board. So kind of mixing my undergraduate degree and my master's degree together. And so that was really my plan. And I, I had put all my eggs in one basket and I was very, very well connected. I got a teaching job right away. I taught for um, over a year. So I, I was set up, but it was, yeah, it was that trip. So, you know, we went away and I think it was just, it's a different atmosphere and you go and you experience something that you never really had the chance to, to experience before in your life. And you're like, wow, there's so much that this world has to offer. If I choose to go down the route that I'm going down, I don't have the flexibility necessarily to work from wherever I want or to choose my own hours or to kind of go about my day with my own flexibility. And so when we were in Santorini, we realized like this is something that we want to do again, that we want to go back to, that we want to be able to experience more often. And so, you know, I think that definitely did spark the whole idea to open up Forge and to open up our own business because it, it wasn't really something that we had spoken about prior. So we definitely took a leap right after that trip. Where does the name come from? Forge. <laughs> This is such a funny story. On that trip, we had gone not only to Santorini and to Greece, but to Athens and to Paris and all over Italy. And so it was a quite a big Europe trip with a lot of weights, a lot of airport weights, a lot of train weights. So all the waiting time we had downloaded on our phones at the time, there was lots of games. And one of the biggest games that was out there and we kept on getting ads for was Forge of Empires. And so... <laughs> like that's such a cool name forge of empires and so to forge to build something up and so we thought that was so cool and, and that's actually where where the name came from so funny story but. it's a great name yeah i love it <laughs> thanks so Brittany, it's obviously a big leap to both quit your jobs uh enter into a, a new world a new career and you set me up a little bit for my next question because you said you came up with this idea from santorini other than going to santorini and generating this how do you come up with new ideas and goals for your business? Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, for sure. So in terms of generating new ideas and goals, it's in a competitive and, and really ever-changing recruitment landscape. Like, It's really, really important to be innovative. 
you must be creative to stand out amongst your competition. And today there's a ton of competition out there. I mean, you have to be fierce. You have to be good in order to really, really make a name for yourself out there in this industry. And so because of our strong understanding of, of that also, we also understand the importance of competition in our clients' industries. So in legal and in accounting and finance, our, our second vertical of Forge, we know how important it is to be creative and to have a good team under your belt in order to stand out amongst, you know, your competition. So new ideas, new goals, always super, super important. So in order to maintain this creativity and innovation, we often ponder for hours on end throughout the night, thinking of new ways to stand out in the market, of course, but one of the best sources for generating new ideas or goals is asking for feedback and for ideas from others in the business. And so we, we go to our team for that. So for example, we often send out surveys to our team members, and they bring incredible perspectives and everyone coming from different walks of life has the ability to see things differently. And so we really value the opinions and ideas of others. So that's definitely, we'll go to our team for those. In terms of goals, I would say typically our goals come from the inspiration of other successful professionals in the industry that we see and admire. So other agencies that we've seen go from their inception through a major growth phase, they really pique our interest and gain our admiration for sure. You know, like we begin Forge, just the two of us, Giancarlo and I, we've grown it in the past five years to be on Globe and Mail's Canada's top growing companies list with 26 employees. And so other agencies that have managed to do similar work and show similar growth are, are very admirable for sure. And you can see um, the growth typically stems from a difference in service, in quality and, and commitment to customer service, and in the client experience as well. And so, yeah, definitely very exciting, you know, seeing what these other companies out there are doing. So quick question, you've grown to 26, you're a recruitment firm, how do you find your people? <laughs> it's tough. That's really at the forefront of, of what makes Forge the amazing growing company that it is. It is our people. It's not Giancarlo and I, it is the whole team. And so we are incredibly selective in our recruitment process for ourselves. And I think it's tough when you recruit all day for other companies, and then you have to recruit for yourself. It's it's not easy. It's still so tough. And it really is about a cultural match for us. And I will any day I will hire somebody who has the right personality, the right work ethic, grit, is hardworking over somebody who maybe doesn't have the greatest attitude, but maybe has a very strong skill set, right? So I think it's just really about finding the right people culturally, who can come in with the right attitude, who can learn. And we believe recruitment's a trade. I think it's something that people can learn. They can come in, we give them training, we will develop our people, but it's all about attitude. I think we, in this very role on our podcast, we're hearing a lot more of that from the hiring people and the human resource people we talk to. It is a lot more these days about attitude and how they fit in the culture as opposed to just bringing a skill set. Yeah, we actually just won another award, a second award, very, very surprisingly, just a couple of weeks ago. And it's for being one of the top employers in Canada for new graduates. And so that's been really, really nice to kind of have under our belt to see, because I think, you know, we have invested a lot of time into new grads and into younger people who are coming in, who are interested in the industry, and we are willing to teach them and to train them and to develop them within Forge. So that's been nice to also see next to our name as well. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations <laughs> on all those awards. That's great. Thank you. <laughs> When I think back to where this series has grown to, the success leaves clues, and I think back to the very first episode, and I remember the person came on and they shared something quite personal, actually, because we had asked a question about facing obstacles. And sometimes it's a personal obstacle and, and sometimes it's a, it's a business obstacle. But the feedback that came back was a lot of people had said, hey, I've never faced that. 
And here I am feeling sorry for myself because I had a busy day. And some of the feedback was, hey, that's a great reminder that I haven't necessarily faced that kind of challenge. Are there any challenges that you'd like to share, either business or personal, that you faced and, and had to overcome? Because I think that's important for other, especially young business leaders coming up to realize it's not just this straight linear line to, hey, I, I, you know, we started a company and we're going to be successful right away. There's a lot of challenges there. Yeah, 100%. I think when you start a business, you know, or you have an idea, there's going to be ups and downs. And I think some of the challenges can be extremely challenging and coming in, you don't really anticipate how tough things can actually get like you have an idea of the challenges, but you don't know how deep the struggle can potentially be. And so there are some very high highs and then some very low lows that you have to experience and go through. And so when we had started the business originally, I wish I would have prepared myself for a 24 seven job. I know that there's a lot of time and energy and effort that was going to have to go into this, like when, when we were first starting, but you don't realize how easily it sort of melts into various aspects of your personal life. So for example, you're going grocery shopping, you're out with friends, you're at the mall, you're out to dinner, you're constantly thinking about the business. How do you make the puzzle pieces fit together? What is our next move? Did I make the right decisions today? Not to mention that Giancarlo and I are married. So forge is a constant topic of conversation in our household. So this can be tough to manage. And I'm accustomed to it now, you know, over five years later, but you realize during some of your toughest personal moments that when you own your own business, there are no sick days to take, there are no vacation days to take, personal days to take, grieving days to take, etc. And so to give you an example, this year, we had unfortunately lost our son. And it was personally the most difficult thing my partner and I have had ever been through. And so we needed time to process, to grieve, to be, but the business did not close down. So we really had to learn how to navigate continuing to run the business while also attempting to self-heal our own personal wounds. And it is by far the most challenging thing I've ever done in my life. So we were so very lucky to have so much support from our team. Everybody came together to keep Forge afloat. We took some time to heal, but there are things like payroll, bills, managing the team that we still had to upkeep during our grieving process and obviously keeping track of the numbers, et cetera. So, you know, you can never just walk away or take a step back from a business, especially at our size with a team of 26. And so I think next year, as we continue to grow, we will get to that point next year where our management team is set in place. And the back half of this year was really spent developing and cultivating that team and ensuring that we have the right people to help build Forge and take care of Forge. So we feel really good about the way that we developed this team. We put a lot of faith and trust into these people to run Forge the same way we would. And so I think having that management team set in place is key. And the challenges that we saw this year are going to be very different than challenges that we might see next year. And each year as the business continues to grow, those challenges are going to change. Then they're always going to evolve and be different. But all in all, I do believe the result of living through this type of diversity that, that we had experienced this year makes you a very strong person. And for that, every day, I'm, I'm very thankful for the people that my partner and I have become because our mindset is similar to that of someone so strong, like so emotionally strong, someone so mentally strong, someone I couldn't even fathom or imagine prior to the challenges that we've personally faced this year. And so for that, I am thankful. First of all, I'm, I'm very sorry to hear about your son. I can't even imagine. I lost my brother. It's coming up on a year and I lost my brother and that's a brother. So um, sorry. I, I can't imagine a child. So I really feel for you. But listening to you, 
I can tell you have a lot of good people around you. And it sounds like you've built a real team and a, and a culture that others probably want to mimic. So congrats to you for doing that. And I think the people being able to face things that most people haven't or aren't going to face in their lives are have probably shaped who you are today. So again, sorry to hear about your son. Yeah. Thank you. And a hundred percent. I think everyone is just sort of the result of what their circumstances are and kind of things that they face in life. And it's very much about how you move forward and, and how you decide to kind of take that and what you learn from it and what kind of person, you know, you decide to be afterwards. So thank you very much. Yeah. Brittany, um, my condolences as well. I, I can't imagine that as a parent, that's probably your, everyone's you. worst fear yeah. that, to lose a child. Can you talk a little bit about, you talked about obstacles. What are some satisfying moments in your business and going forward? What are you excited about looking forwards to the future? So this year, like I mentioned earlier, there's high highs and low lows. And I think this year we had some very high highs as well. So being able to achieve the Globe and Mail's top growing Canadian companies award in 2022, that was huge for us. Like growing from just Giancarlo and I at the start of 2017 to a team of 26 people this year, it's been so rewarding. And it's been incredible to see the business transform and flourish with the most amazing people who have helped us build it. And in the last year, we've doubled in size as well. So that's definitely helped us with achieving that award. And one thing that we really focused on throughout our growth is our culture. So I do believe like we wouldn't have grown the way that we did if our culture was any different. And I can confidently say like we have some of the most genuine people I have ever met on our team. We're able to attract and retain staff because of our ability to hire based on personality, values and morals. Like I was mentioning earlier, I will hire someone genuine and hardworking over someone with a strong recruitment skill set if that same person had a poor attitude, right? And so we've realized that to achieve these truly satisfying moments in business, it typically can't be done without the team. It's not Giancarlo and I who've gotten us here. It's everybody on the team and we are in a people business and people are the most important and valuable asset of Forge. And, you know, they've helped us achieve the success that the company's experienced so far. So we're very fortunate to have been able to cultivate that type of group. In terms of looking forward to the future and what we're excited about in the future, I'd say our continued growth and development for sure, especially seeing where we are at five years from now. I know our, our five-year goal is to double in size to get to a team of 50. And so that's what we're really going to be focusing on in the near future. There are kind of two specific things that really excite me about this future growth. So one, I would say I'm really excited to see what other recruitment verticals we are going to branch out into. And I'm excited to see how we can continue to make a difference in the lives of employers and employees that we work with, especially in such an ever-changing job market. So next year in 2023, we plan to expand Forge into a third vertical. And so that would be an IT recruitment division. So super exciting for us. And then secondly, I think I'm also very, very excited to see how our team members can professionally develop within our organization and where they're going to go. As we are growing business, growing our team members is the most important thing for us. So one of the things that we're constantly thinking about is how can we develop our people, their career progression? How can we grow them within Forge? So we give our team members the opportunity to take many different paths. And so they can choose whether they want to go down like a leadership or management path a recruitment path, a client services path, or even like an independent contributor path. So we believe giving people these options will help to retain staff and then help to also give them the opportunity to be happy where they are and in the scope of their specific role within Forge. Sounds like you're doing a lot of things right. I think we might have to chat offline after this because we're <laughs> growing our company too and, and looking for those people. And I'm liking a lot of what you're saying. <laughs> Well, Brittany, it's that's come great. time in the podcast, my favorite part of the podcast, and that's Al's signature question. So if you're up for it, Al's going to throw it to you. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Well, here we go then. There is a saying 
that goes, a society grows great when old persons plant trees in whose shade they will never sit. So can you talk about any of those proverbial trees that you might be planting? It's so funny that you asked this question because I'm reading a book right now by Jay Shetty called Think Like a Monk. It's an amazing read. I've not finished the book, but so far it's been awesome. And this quote was actually referenced earlier on in the book and it stuck with me for a while. So I've been thinking about this for a while. And I think it's so important to think about the ways that we're giving back to the world right now and to think about what our actions truly mean and what the impact of our actions really are. And so culturally, Within our recruitment firm, planting these trees is at the forefront of what we aim to do here. Specifically, we have Wellness Wednesday events. That's what we call them. And so these events allow us to give our team members the opportunity to give back to the community or to the world and to feel that they're a part of something bigger and to feel that the organization that they're a part of is really making a difference for somebody. And so the whole premise of our Wellness Wednesdays is to plant trees to create shade that we will essentially never sit upon. So to do this, we spend time supporting various organizations and charities, including, for example, Princess Margaret Cancer Foundation through the Fight Time Cancer. We've participated in the CIBC Run for the Cure, supporting breast cancer research. We support the St. Vincent de Paul charity throughout their holiday Adopt-A-Family program every year, where we purchase holiday gifts and essentials for families in need, and you make their wish lists come true. And also in terms of non-for-profit it's the Wasteland Plan Foundation, spending time on eco-awareness sessions for our team members, as well as having everybody help out in cleaning up garbage and microplastics from beaches. So all of these things that we've done and many of these causes that we support and take part in, they're very important and close to the hearts of many people on our team. And so we do this for them, but also for future generations that are going to be impacted when it comes to health, the environment, socioeconomic issues. So each time we support one of these charities, we are planting trees for the future of our world. And it is something that we all look forward to and enjoy doing. And I would say it's one of the main ways that Forge identifies its culture with. Well, I love that you've made that part of your regular routine. Obviously, shows the dedication that you've got to it. And I haven't read that book. That's not where I got mm -hmm. the quote from. But I think <laughs> I might pick it up now and have a read because uh, it sounds very interesting. Yeah, it's a great book. It's referenced in there, but it's not. It's, okay. The quote is not by Jay Shetty. <laughs> All right. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your story. What's the best way for people to reach out to you if they have any questions about yourself or what you're doing at Forge Recruitment? So they can reach out to me directly via email. My email is Brittany, B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y at forgerecruitment.com. They can check out our website, www.forgerecruitment.com, our Instagram page at Forge Recruitment, and you can see all the cool things that we're doing and get in contact at any time. Very cool. All right, that does it for today's episode. I really enjoyed this conversation. As always, I hope you did too. If you have any questions for Al or myself, please feel free to give us a call or by joining the conversation on LinkedIn. Success leaves clues, my friends.